This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending March 19th of 2022, we check on the Fed's rate hike, look at a range of inflation projections, and get the latest update on single-family rent growth. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin with economic news from this past week and the first interest rate hike in four years. The Federal Reserve has said that a quarter-point rate hike was likely at its March meeting to control inflation, and that's exactly what the committee members approved. That puts the overnight lending rate between a quarter and a half point. The Fed warned that another six rate hikes are likely this year, and that half-point moves are a possibility. Fed Chief Jerome Powell says, I guess I would say the expectation still is that inflation will come down in the second half of the year, but we still expect inflation to be high this year. The Fed is expecting inflation will average 4.3% for the year. Inflation is currently running at 7.9%. If you remove food and energy from the calculation, the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, is 6.4%. The Russian war in Ukraine is expected to push prices even higher. A survey by the New York Federal Reserve shows that many Americans believe that inflation will be running a lot higher than the Fed is predicting, at about 6% for the year. MarketWatch also reports that some analysts are forecasting even higher rates, of about 9% by next spring. The latest report on wholesale inflation shows that wholesale prices rose 0.8% in February. That brings the wholesale rate of inflation up to 10%. But as MarketWatch reports, There is a silver lining in this data because the core rate of wholesale inflation, which excludes food and fuel, was up only 0.2% for the month. On the other hand, economists say we haven't yet seen the war's impact on commodity prices. An Oxford economics economist told MarketWatch, inflation in the pipeline is showing few signs of decelerating in the near term, especially as the Russia-Ukraine war wreaks havoc in energy and other commodity markets. The latest unemployment report shows a dip in applications. They dropped to 214,000, which is a a two-and-a-half-month low. The total number of continuing claims is also lower at 1.42 million. Companies are holding off on layoff because of the labor shortage, and employees are enjoying more options when it comes to who they're going to work for. Builders broke more ground on new homes in February. The government says that new home starts rose 6.8% in February. On an annual basis, they were up 22% compared to last February. Most of the increase was driven by single-family home construction with a 5.7% increase. There was a drop in permit applications, though, for both single-family and multifamily projects. As MarketWatch reports, builders may be focusing more on the permits they already have than they are on getting new ones. Existing home sales were down in February, The National Association of Realtors says they decreased 7.2% to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 6.02 million. NARS chief economist Lawrence Yun says housing affordability continues to be a major challenge as buyers are getting a double whammy, rising mortgage rates and sustained price increases. And those mortgage rates did jump higher this past week. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed rate mortgage broke through the 4% mark for the first time since May of 2019. It was up 31 basis points to 4.16%. The 15-year was up 30 basis points to 3.39%. And in other news making headlines, single-family rents continue to run hot, with rents in some metros rising four times faster than they did last year. The index shows that rental prices are up 12.6% on average, compared to 2.6% last year. CoreLogic offered an example saying that tenants with a $1,500 a month rent 
might get a renewal letter that raises the rent to almost $2,100 a month. But again, that's where rents are rising the fastest. Miami tops that list with rents that are jumping 38% year over year. But rent growth is between 15 and 20% in many of the other largest U.S. metros like Phoenix, Las Vegas, San Diego, Austin, Boston, Dallas, and Atlanta. Wealthy Russians are pumping luxury homes back into the market as they try to offload their U.S. assets. The New York Post cites several examples of new multi-million dollar listings by Russian owners since the Russian invasion of Ukraine. One of the areas where these homes are popping up is called Little Moscow in Sunny Isles Beach, Florida. Brokers say that their phones are blowing up with calls from panicked Russian homeowners. They want to know how much their properties are worth, and they want to sell quickly to all-cash buyers. They say active listings in that area have suddenly surged about 9%. One thing in the seller's favor right now is timing. According to Realtor.com, mid-April is the absolute best time to list your home, specifically April 10th through the 16th. Realtor.com's researchers say that sellers who list in mid-April will get a head start on the competition. Well, that's it for today. Check the show notes for links, and please remember to hit the subscribe button and leave a review. You can also join Real Wealth for free at newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke. Thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.